It's a Monday, it's the 31st of January. Oh my word, it's already the 31st and we're stepping into the month of February. Talking about plans, what plans have you made? Or oh, you're still scrambling, you're still fighting and uh, disagreeing with yourself. You're not too sure which way you're going. Well, I hope that tonight you make a decision to move in a certain direction as we get into the Entrepreneur's Lounge, where we talk all things that have to do with business and uh, we bring the experts on this show as well. We bring some facts that I think are very, very empowering to get you to the top. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, again, tonight we have uh, uh, our chartered vendor with us, Mr. Jerry Nyazungu, joining us again. How are you doing, sir? Hi, how are you? Okay. Zero farmers. Good, good. I'm going to go to even this year, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I got range. You know, I think I think as, as you mature for some reason, I'm raining in English. But when I was younger, I used to get rained so many times, so many times. Yeah, it's kind of just I don't know Okay. Yeah. Is, is, is there some translation to this? Are you are you trying to take it? Should tell us what's, what's what's the mystery behind this. Uh, sometimes we have to. You know, when I was in town, we used to go farm. But like last week, I think that one night, because sometimes when I'm in town, I don't use a car, I just walk. Yeah. Well, last week was really an introduction, and it was great. I think the feedback and the responses were amazing, and I'm honored to have you again as we go into this one. Let's call this one episode two, and I know there's lots because I've been going through your book as well. You know, just taking some time to see what you. Uh, you, you know, you have managed to get your experience into a book so that generations to come can also partake of this experience. And I think this is something that we need to learn as, as a people, as Zimbabweans, that That's true. what we go through are experiences that we can package and the next generation can learn from there. So I've been going That's through true. this book here and found it really interesting, you know. Um, how many chapters are in here? I haven't finished it. How many chapters do we have in here? Nine. Nine chapters. Yeah. Yeah. Nine, nine is not too hectic for me to finish. I, think <laughs> I, I definitely can finish it. Now, in this book here, you mentioned that learning is vital for an entrepreneur. Yes, That's sure. where we want to start from. What? I want to be an entrepreneur. What learning do I need? What sort of learning is, is, is necessary, you know? Um, and also, can uneducated people become entrepreneurs as well, right? Is entrepreneurship about people that have excelled academically? Uh, you know, we want to start right there. What sort of <laughs> learning is required? Because when you walk on the street today, loosely, we talk about entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes we look at it and we think, maybe it's for the sophisticated, maybe it's for the academia, the people that have sort of ex excelled and so forth. What sort of learning does one need to take the entrepreneurship route? Yeah, thank you so much, Araki, for that question. Yeah, a learning is supposed to, yes, for you to be an entrepreneur, you're supposed to learn, but there are different types of learning. And uh, most of the people, they think maybe you should have a degree, you should have a diploma, a master's for you to be an entrepreneur. The good thing about entrepreneurship, even an uneducated person can be, can be an entrepreneur, mm. because I think when we're at school, we are taught that failure is bad. And uh, usually the intelligent ones, are the ones when you go to group one and uh, 
the guys who are called so-called uh, unintelligent or those who are dull, do I know my group six? But the good thing about entrepreneurship is uh, those who fail too much, like those who have what a tendency of fail, failing, and sometimes they go back to school. Because you see, the the intelligent ones, they they've got a tendency of if they fail, do I always read up a sequence because I have a number five. Yeah. So the good thing about entrepreneurship is uh, you can learn it through various ways. One of them, obviously, is uh, for you to go to school. Then you learn the basics. Because we always talk about swimming. You cannot uh, learn swimming, theoretically. Or even music, you cannot. I think our best musicians, they've never been to the College of Music. So, uh, entrepreneurship also, you have to learn through mentors. Like, if you see people have gone through this, uh, the business uh, journey, those people can teach you. You can learn it through audio books. You can learn it through audio programs. You can even learn it through YouTube. You can learn it uh, through seminars, like what you were saying, those awards. What Dr. Chanakira also said, could see me at the top. That's why it's uncrowded. That's part of learning. So the good thing about uh, entrepreneurship, anyone has got a chance to be an entrepreneur so long if you're not afraid of risk. Because if you can take risk, you can be an entrepreneur. Now, if you look at universities nowadays, they are offering a, a Bachelor in Entrepreneurship uh, and Business Studies degree. Is the degree helping entrepreneurs in any way? <laughs> yeah, that's a bit controversial. But anyway, yes, uh, universities are offering that degree, which is okay. I think to some extent, yes, it's helping. But the challenge we have in universities is that uh, sometimes we've got uh, our lecturers, we've got doctorates. Yes, we respect them. They've got their professors. But sometimes uh, these people, maybe they don't even have a clue of running a tax shop. So it's very difficult for them now to put uh, those, like, for example, COVID-19 came. Uh, how are you going to treat your employees during COVID-19? Which book are we going to open to deal with that kind of scenario? Like, for example, you are maybe you're about to fire someone. In school, I don't think, uh, I don't remember being taught how to fire an employee. So all those things, you start to see them uh, in when you're experiencing entrepreneurship. And always, like all these owners of the companies, the CEOs, the managing directors, they're the most lonely people because they can't share. And sometimes if you share with the people who are working for you, those people also, they can be a competition and they can be rivals also. So these people are lonely. Sometimes they only share with... Uh, their mentors, their friends, etc. So this degree, yes, is there, but I haven't seen its impact, uh, especially dealing with most of the people. I think I had an opportunity to recruit some of the people with entrepreneurship. They think entrepreneurship is easy, but I always say success is cooked in a messy kitchen. Entrepreneurship is not as easy as many people say it. Like, uh, it's going to be igomo. We are supposed to actually know that things are going to be tough. Sometimes you're going to be broke. Sometimes you should be you should, you should ready to sacrifice even your family time. Like the good times, yes, you should balance your work life and family time. I think in entrepreneurship, those things they don't work. So you start to see good. No, when I was working for someone, I had ample time to see my family than now. When I'm working for myself. Because today is 31, renders are on you. 
uh, salaries are on you. And uh, the people are working for you. They want their money. Whether they still want their salary. And it's on you. So when you start to see all those challenges now, that's when you see the other side of entrepreneurship. Yes, it's lucrative. When you pass it, when you're going to make money, you make a lot of money. But it's a difficult journey. So people in the universities, they're supposed to also teach the practical side of entrepreneurship. People must be taught uh, the practical side, yes. The simple rules like you must uh, be able to divide the business money and your own money. I haven't seen that skill in most of the students who are graduating out of school. Yes, they are being taught theoretical, but it's very difficult to treat in the practice side. Yeah, and I think we're not, we're not saying uh, you shouldn't do it, uh, but I think you also mentioned in your introduction that entrepreneurship has a lot of mentorship has a lot of research has a lot of you know just uh learning from those who would have walked uh the talk mm. um, you know so that you you develop a holistic approach and not just a theoretical approach you know because when you study music theory wise and you can't practice it as you know because people, exactly people don't want to hear you talk about the crochets and the minims and the semi <laughs> people want to hear what the music sounds like thank you so much for joining us uh, it is the entrepreneurs lounge and uh, it is series number two episode number two and we are talking to the chartered vendor jerry jerry moore yazungu is the man that we have here and i know that a lot of people love they wake up every day in the murugu zama zama you know and that's just the way it's supposed to be zama zama kb featuring chiweda and i am king Star FM. <laughs> about entrepreneurship one thing I want to tell you is that it's not easy but don't don't give up if there can be any encouragement tonight on the entrepreneurs lounge <laughs> Don't give up. And you know, as I listen to this song here, uh, Mr. Jerry. Yeah. A lot of people believe in superstition and Hansi. The talent is coming through and saying, You know, don't always rush. Put business, and things like that. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. We should just go out and work. I don't think could, uh, the guys who are in America, your Bill Gates, uh, 
Ayo Elon Musk or Kumbonochekwanyora, but they are going out, they are working. I've read a book which was saying Elon Musk works for more than twenty hours uh, a day, sometimes more than hundred and fifteen hours a week. Uh, we had Dana Bill Gates with Rama offices. I heard uh, the stories of Anati Nashem Tarisi back home. They started from humble beginnings in Shitungiza. Right now, employing over 1,000 people, working hard each and every day. So it's a matter of us working hard. Yeah. Now let's talk about failure. Obviously, you, you, you sort of have a way of celebrating failure, you know. In, in the more I listen to you, the more you look at failure in in a in a very different way, um, how did failure help you in your career? You know, as an entrepreneur and as a business consultant, because I know uh, now you also provide consultancy in mm -hmm. terms of business. You know, let's talk about failure. How did that help you uh, in your career as a vendor? Now, thank you so much, Raki. I think failure is good for an entrepreneur. Why? Because if you fail as many times as you can, that's where you get used to that uh, thing. I will just go back. I think when I was doing CIS, I had a subject which I failed about three times, and it was auditing. Up to now, I, I mastered that subject. But the subjects which I passed for the first time, I do, yes, I know them, but I don't, I'm not an expert in them. So failure really helped me, and failure helps you to think outside the box. As a vendor, when I lost my airtime, my airtime business, when I, I lost a lot of money, I think I lost about uh, airtime for 12 million Zimbabwean dollars by then, which was a lot of money according to me because that was uh, almost half of my capital. It forces me to, it forced me to think outside the box. It forced me to venture into selling sweets and bananas and uh, ring donuts. And I, I, I made man, more money now with selling cigarettes bananas and sweets than what I was making uh, when I was selling airtime. So failure actually helps you to think outside the box. When you fail, you should just have the spirit of waking up again and say, no, I can do it again. But if you fail and you quit, uh, quitting is the one which is uh, you can't afford to do in entrepreneurship. But failing, you should fail every day. Every day I'm looking for something which I can fail so that tomorrow I'll go back. If I get that thing right, it means I've won and I, it motivates me. It keeps me going. So failure is right for the before for everything. Every day I'm looking for failure. Even as a consultant, sometimes you fail to solve a client's problem. Tomorrow you stay awake all night trying to solve that problem. That is, uh, that is what makes us perfect. Failure is actually good. I think even our kids in school, they must be taught to fail also. Uh, although now our education teaches us that uh, those who are going to fail less, they are the ones who are called intelligent. Or those who can remember uh, better than others, they are the ones who are called uh, intelligent. But those who are creative or innovative, sometimes they are termed dull. So I say failure is good for, for, for people and uh, I will never beat my kid for failing. Otherwise, I know that if they fail more, they are going to be successful one day. So, 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 so we should embrace failure as part of the ingredient. Exactly. As part of the formula, as part of the process. The process is incomplete without failure. We need failure to be a part of it. Exactly. Now, 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 as you're talking, I was also thinking about a mindset as well. You know, because to be able to embrace failure as part of the process, as part of the ingredient, it takes a certain mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, what sort of mindset should you have as you embark on this, uh, you know, 
journey of entrepreneurship. I think to talk to us about my, my mindset, I'm, I was going to talk about your education mm -hmm. before we talk about maybe how your education has empowered your, your, your business or your entrepreneurship. Let's look at the mindset. What sort of mindset should one have in order for them to be able to walk with an appreciation of failure and not because when failure comes, mm -hmm. they shut down. Yeah. This is Yeah. It doesn't work. They give up. They, That's right. They, they, they throw in the towel. Mm -hmm. What is the mindset? Yeah, I think the mindset which you should have is uh, stay positive. And uh, every day try to look for positive news. Try to look for those stories which can motivate you. If uh, people like Bill Gates have once failed, if people like Shrev Masiwa, they once failed, but right now they're billionaires. Because why? their mindset was telling them that they can do it. So what you need to do is stay away from negativity, be it coming from your friends. Uh, right now, if you've got a phone, maybe with people who are negative, so you may need to delete them. Even sometimes when your family... I think I may need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Even your family members, sometimes they can be negative. Sometimes you need to avoid them. Uh, yes, avoid failure. Like even if a newspaper is giving you are things which can affect your mindset. Always stay positive. Stay with the people who are winning. Always uh, deal with the people who are winning. Uh, get the stories of the people who are winning. That's when you can now see that no being failure is normal. Like I once failed. I once ate from the bin. I once uh, uh, like tempo jigan zimbe By that time, it was a lower point. We didn't have anything to eat. But it didn't uh, determine where we are today. So you need to just embrace failure. The mindset, what you feed in your mind, like what you feed in the in your body, I think, Araki, you know, you go to the gym. If you eat junk, <laughs> what is going to happen to your body? So the same as your mind. What you, The music which you listen to, like the music which you are playing currently, it means music which can motivate you. It teaches you that, no, you don't need... Uh, Yes, something. wake up every day, you work very hard. Not could I receive, I receive when you're not working. It doesn't work that way. So your mindset, don't wait for a savior who is coming from somewhere. Uh, from somewhere to help your situation. You are your own savior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you look at it, like the same morning in Africa, like even in Zimbabwe, we've got more than 15,000 churches. I know you've got your show, which is also coming about faith in trial. But uh, yes, we've got more than 15,000 churches. But why are we in poverty? That's the question which you should have. It's because of our mindset. Yeah, so we should change the way we see things. We should learn to work for ourselves, to learn that every day I'm, I'm supposed to check what is what I'm asking. What did I do? Like the people, uh, even I always even work during the weekends because why? Uh, yes, maybe we've misunderstood that verse which says uh, God rested on the seventh day. Yes, he rested on the seventh day after creating the whole universe, including a human being. But some people, they want to rest without doing anything. anything So we should change our mindset, especially when you're coming from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, right now, we are backward, I think, by almost 30 years to the European or the American countries. So we don't deserve uh, too much rest. We don't deserve too much sleep. We must work. Right now, it's time to work. Business doesn't sleep. You can sleep, but business doesn't sleep. Uh, 
Let me just take a few comments that are coming through here. Uh, I like the way he says it. Um, be positive and stay positive with the people who want to succeed. Mike Kundai, Dama Force. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate that so much. And uh, you come through from Westgate. This is Kudakwashe. Words of wisdom, very true. When we fail, we don't complain. We learn. Okay, so that's the part of failure. It's learning. So there's no need to complain. Just keep moving on. Evening, Anke. What my brother Jerry is saying is very true indeed. People need to learn to work extra hard. No bees, no honey. No work, no money. There's no substitute for hard work. And also failure is just the feedback to do more. Wow. There's another angle. Mm. Feedback to do more. Feedback to do more. Yeah. Yeah, I'm learning. I didn't go anywhere, guys. I'm telling you, 2020. Now I can claim this is my year. Yeah. All right, Chairman Black Moses Highfield Jim comes to say, Thank you for the concept of mindset and failure. It's an eye opener. Uh, this is uh, Chairman Black Moses Highfield Jim. Hey, buddy, thank you very much. I appreciate you so much. Appreciate you so much. And somebody just comes through and has not too many things to say. says, it's inspiring. <laughs> Thank you. In the breath of uh, talking about church, Janet Manyo comes through and she says, you know what? Look, we're not saying don't pray. Mm -hmm. You should pray, of course. Pray, plan, and perform. Yes. Coming up in exactly 24 minutes is Faith on Trial. Tonight we continue with the subject on blessings and we'll try and see if we can move into curses because last week Mbuya Shoko wanted to talk about curses as well in trying to talk about blessings as well. So we'll get into curses if time permits. But we continue with the subject of blessings. How do you know you're blessed and what are the things that determine your blessing? So stick with me, stay with me. And of course the last hour you always spoiled for music. It is the last hour playlist. If you love your music that much and you just want to take in hang out with me 11 to 12, I'll definitely dose you up now. Uh, let's just let's just see what's happening on WhatsApp here before we continue. Now when we when we when we get from the WhatsApp, we want to talk about your learnings. Your 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 you obviously did a bit of study. How is that also helping you in your entrepreneurship work as well? Now, if we fail, we have to get back and thrive under pressure. We can't fail, corrections. Nigel Halson Tafumane. Thank you, Nigel. Thank you very much. And Sandonemoku Sakadwana Nigel Jinjira. Right, okay, I think this one. Uh, is this a question? I think this is a question. We also want questions from you as well, you know. So, so feel free to throw in some questions. How you are, okay? This entrepreneur are so innovative. Ditabiwa pa Elizabeth Park. Thank you very much for that one. Here's RK. I am empowered by your topic. Hashtag Dangote. I want to tell empowerment. on the entrepreneur's lounge. Now let's let's get back to you, Mr. J. Uh -huh. Let's talk about your learnings as well. Visa uh, your entrepreneurship and, and and so forth. How has that helped you? How are you using it? In, in, in what you're doing okay i thank you so much uh, okay i think uh, 
the first thing, even at high school, when I was at Marist Brothers Nyanga, that's where I learned, uh, shout out to Marist Brothers Nyanga. So we did Boys High, and there was uh, a lot of competition because everyone, Taimuka, Mokseni, Tairara, Takamuka, Tchweringa, sometimes just sleeping two hours, three hours, because uh, if you make a silly mistake, you'll be Kumashure Kwestrimese, Uri Big Bencha, and people used to laugh at you. So what I learned from Maristi Brothers was you're supposed to work even in odd hours. And ever since then, even right now, I can easily work the whole night. I can sleep for, I can live on three, four hours. Yes, uh, that's, that's a, a culture because you have to learn something over time. Like uh, it's something which I learned from that school as well. And also in school, I think uh, after doing my, my, my A-level, even doing my my CIS, I learned a lot about business in CIS because you are taught it was a professional, it's a professional course whereby you are going to work and you are also studying at the same time. So I can say, yes, I learned basics of how to do business, but I think I learned a lot from being a vendor than from uh, going to the colleges or getting these diplomas and degrees. So I think learning sometimes you need to learn it practical. You cannot say, I want to learn, uh, I want to start a business. Then you start by going to the university in order for you to start the business. You rather start the business. Find all the mistakes which you are going to make in that business. And you start correcting from that business. And also learn from other people, like what I was saying before. Learn from mentors, uh, your, your people. Those people have traveled the path, like your Dr. Chanakiras, your Philip Mataranyikas. Those are the people with the experience. They will teach you that, uh-uh. I still remember one day being taught by uh, Mr. Philip Matarenyika. I was saying, the thing which destroys you young people is early gratitude. Whereby we are saying early gratification. Whereby we are saying you need to start by having a good house. You need a good car. But before you even worked. So you are saying you should rather wait. Just to know that entrepreneurship is going to reward you. Maybe in, the, in your 10th year. Maybe in your 15th year. So I learned a crucial lesson from him. He said the way you live is not going to determine So, but if you come on, what worker may be, I'm not saying but I'm just saying sometimes because of early gratification, yet So you must be patient. Uh, feed the business first then you feed yourself last that's the principle which you also learn from these people so learning is crucial and right now i'm also learning from books books are very crucial i read books every day and uh, the target for this year is to read almost 60 books because those books those business books what these guys have done especially uh, our our european brothers and american brothers They've, I think they sold as a dummy, whereby we invested it as a theory. But they've written books. If you write a book which was written by even Elon Musk, you write, read a book by Robert Kiyosaki, Grant Cardone, they're sharing all their secrets, what they've done in their businesses. And what they will give us in school is not what is in, in their books. So it's kind of uh, different. So I would urge people to start reading those books. Take time to go through even you can go social media, WhatsApp, Facebook. YouTube, not one of my motivating videos. Five minutes, ten minutes, you're good. Uh, come on. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
now, now in your book you did talk about it you went straight to what i was going to ask but you talk about having gone through 50 books mm -hmm. and i'm like in 2021 50 yeah and i think and if you're listening to the show and someone is having results and you're not having results and the reason why you're not having results is you're not exposed mm -hmm. you're not exposing your mind to experiences to the different experiences because if if he has read 50 books you are not gonna book one row wearing rungo kwangwa rungo pinda muna first uba muna first uvo dzikana jason uvo muna jason uvo manya kumbara a wonder what kind of time you are going to set aside kutumbunzwa experience experience here vamwe I want you just to take us through just that reading culture as well as mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, you know, because you're saying you want to get into 60 this year, 60 books. Mm -hmm. Now, you talked about entrepreneurship is not an easy thing. There's a lot of sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You can then say you're wicked. Where does the book come in? What time on your schedule do you then get to sit down? Yeah, okay. Wind yourself, tap into the book, uh -huh. digest it process it applied to your to your business yeah thank you so much for that question yes uh the books are very crucial and i make it a point that every day at least i must open a book or i must at least listen to an audio book like when you're in the gym sometimes uh lifting or lifting those uh, ma, 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 ma weights mm. you, you are not concentrating fully so you can even put your headphones instead of listening maybe to music you are listening to a book and i tell you it works uh, magic and sometimes people what they do don't read a book and you don't go uh, you don't practice what is written in that book if you see something which you like in a book like i think i've got a book which i've read i've read more than 13 times one book trying to take everything in that book and put into my business i've done that and i think from when i did that our business even the revenue actually increased by more than 300% because of, of of implementing what is in that book. But some of the things which you are going to see, they are not termed normal in our society. They are abnormal according to these successful people. Like, for example, to say, you guys must start early. Like I've written, I've read a book which, uh, which said, when everyone starts at 8, start at 7. When your competition is not working during the weekend, work during the weekend. And we have practiced that and it's working perfectly, it's bringing results. We are beating our competition. And uh, I've also read books like uh, your Blue Ocean Strategies, whereby he's saying, try to move out of the Red Ocean. Red Ocean is where the competition is there. So these are the things which you can learn in these books. And it's practical. Is something which you can use. I think I also recommend our listeners to read a book which is also called um, If You're Not First, You're Last. It's a book which, is, which was written in 2008, yeah. but it's speaking like it was written in recession, where America was under recession, and it's like it's talking to a Zimbabwean. It's uh, spelling our current economy. So if you read those kind of information, get it into your head, it helps, even locally. Not even reading books only. Just following people like uh, you are uh, like self uh, Arthur Marara, he's doing a good job. He's got to say his book, I think it's called Toys for Adults. I've, re I've read that book. 
I've learned a lot from that book and I've implemented what he said in that book. So let us start to follow people who are positive. Let us start to follow positive information and transform our lives. You know, you know when you talk about books as well and, and when you look at the internet, um, there's a lot of information about what we're talking about here. And um, I, I like that we've also got locals who are also then writing experiences that are very local. Sometimes I feel like when I read books by Americans, they may not be applicable locally. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Because the environment is different and the economy is different and so forth. How do you, how do you, then, uh, how do you then be able to take from this one? And, you know, because... <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you go about it? You know, look, I, I, I always do this because within my industry, the music industry, there's a lot of information you'll find on the internet. Mm -hmm. But some of it will not apply to a musician in Zimbabwe. It's important to then be able to be relevant to your sort of space. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. I think uh, uh, that's why in Dakar, no, I, I think I will write my own book, which is called The Chartered Vendor. Because what I'm saying is, I think everyone can relate. If you read my story, everyone can relate to the inflation, which was 231 million percent. I still remember also some of my Zambian brothers when they were reading the book. They're also being shocked to say, ah, you lived in an economy which had 231 million percent. How, how are you guys surviving? Uh, and uh, we said uh, at one point, I think we had uh, 100 million, which didn't buy anything. So all those things now people can easily relate because one way or another, each and every family or, or, or everyone, I think he has been a vendor somewhere, somehow. So people can easily relate to my story. So I said, why can't I use my story personally? And I fuse it with business lessons, what I've learned from being a vendor what I've learned from my consultant's business, and I also help other people. And I'm glad that every day I'm receiving testimonies of people who are being helped by my book. So that's why I said uh, I will write my own book. I will write a business book which can help other Zimbabweans who wants to get into entrepreneurship, be it, be it young or the odd. Thank you so much for joining us on Star FM. We do not take it for granted when you tune in. And when you come through as well on the WhatsApp, we become a team together. We learn from each other. And that's what this platform is about. And it's our second episode, second um, series with uh, Chartered Vendor, Jerimo Nyazungu, taking us through where he started. If you didn't catch up with us last week, or if you don't know this gentleman, he once was a vendor. Okay, I think it's a banana, ni but if we tell you today he employs, if I remember from last week, about 53 or 54 uh, employees that yeah. work for him. And he has a company that is right in the capital city. Nice colors, doing very well. That is also helping about 4,000 and something. 4,500 4, entrepreneurs. Yeah. yeah, other companies, you know. So why am I saying this? It is possible, you know. It is possible if you just taking what we are sharing with you right now. Good evening, RK. Is this man single? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see this one coming. <laughs> Thanks for the knowledge. It really helped me. I think I think I wanna I wanna also ask with this person here because I think the other thing that you sort of then uh, sort of uh, didn't look at his family. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about mindset. We're talking about reading books. But we belong to an e economy. There's an economy around us. Mm -hmm. Family is there as well. It needs our attention. 
how do we make sure that we don't then get over consumed by trying to make a dollar and lose out of the, the family fabric yeah thank you very much but uh what i think karake is uh maybe i'll put it in shona Amen. <laughs> Uh, our kids, uh, they need life. They need uh, that life. You could know the divagati baskor, baskor oriripo. The divagati to the holiday, holiday iripo. So, in what I think is that the best you, gift you can give to your family is to take care of them. Make sure that they've got medical aid. Make sure that they are safe where they are. Not just seeing a broke husband getting into a house. you can do it. Thank you so much uh, for your input and your participation. Just listening to the show, we do appreciate that so much. The message I have here says, Mukuru Arkutipa Presha Zima One, guys. Is that a good excuse? No. I don't think it's a good excuse. No. I don't think it's a good excuse because you know what? Uh, just like he said, you know, you can be a broke father, you can be a broke husband, uh, but you've got to run up and down. Some of them genuinely work so hard. Exactly. Some of them genuinely, genuinely never sleep. They're all about, you know, but in English, I'm going but Mr. Araki, No, but I hear what you're saying. I think sometimes sleep is beautiful when you've got money in your account. Exactly. You understand? What you're basically saying is maybe if we translate it is that I want to avoid it too comfortable. Exactly. Don't be too comfortable when you, you can see what is in us. Now you say, the chartered vendor, Jerimo Nyazungu, on the Entrepreneur's Lounge now. I'm going through the book here, and uh, a couple of people just came through and said, we also want to get tap into a Zimbabwean experience and so forth. Uh, just a quick one, how long did it take you? And if somebody wants to also, uh, you know, read this book here, where can they get the book? Okay, uh, thank you so much. I think the book, you can get it, uh, they can, they're free to contact me directly because it's a personal book, which I also believe it is got a personal touch. So what I usually do with people who read my book, after reading the book or before you read, if what a 15-30 minutes conversation about business, whereby I can give you free business advisory or we can have a business chat and I also benefit from you. So you can get the book on my number 0719. 
0786-382-136. That's my number. Or you can uh, catch me on my uh, my social media handles, which is Jerry Moya Zungu, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. The reason why I use all these handles because we need to also teach Zimbabweans that you can make money through social media. Not, uh, I have always asked people if they are using social media or they are being used by social media. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, you, you know what? I don't want people to ask me for your number when you when, when you're called. Just say one for for good measure. The last time. Okay. <laughs> it's zero seven one nine three eight two one three six. Yeah. Uh, and I can deputy people machine like now. I was not staying there with this. That's good. Arusha, that's what you're trying to say. Uh, okay, but social media that I don't know what you can say. About reading books, it's true. My granddad used to say the world's greatest secrets are kept in the books. They know you won't, you won't read, so you won't know. Hello, RK Zino Budahere, 46-year-old single woman. I feel could I failed it in the chamber. Ah, ah, ah. Doors not done failure, man, Mr. RK. Because 46-year-old, she still has got a chance. Uh, or maybe uh, outside the, our country, we've got my examples, Agaita Sana, KFC. I think Colonel Sanders, Wakatanga, one is 65. You watch story 46, you watch story Mwana. 46 years, politics, them Zimbabwe, no questions, we come panaka, dicky dick. So, 46 years, she, she still has got a chance. Never give up. Muna, ne, ano peri, wachete muna, for Mr. Araki. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you a minute. Uh, I want you to speak to someone right now. Uh -huh. In a minute. Okay. I just want to say to everyone listening right now that entrepreneurs were the ones who can transform the economy of Zimbabwe. Let us not leave it to politicians. There's politicians that give us the environment. But I believe that the business owners, the entrepreneurs were the ones who can change our economy. And we shouldn't depend on the country or the African uh, economy. We should depend, we should learn to create our own economies. Yes, here in Zimbabwe, pane warutotambura atoshaya one meal to eat, but they are also warutoshanda ne simba who are actually eating breakfast, eating bacon, who have got a fridge, yagazara. Warukutsanya, wakazadza ma fridge, not warukutsanya iskwa because the fridge is empty. So I want to just say to you is, if Jerry, I were a vendor selling seeds and bananas, I got trial with something, I don't call myself successful, but I believe I've achieved that little success. You can also do it in this economy. Please, don't give excuses. Excuses will limit you. Don't always blame people. Don't blame the government. Don't blame your environment. Don't blame your country. Always blame yourself. You can make it in this country. Thank you. Wow, this conversation has made me not knock off. JMZ and RK Sandodzeng. Mr. JMZ. Much love. Thank you very much. We meet again next week. What are we talking about next week? Uh, are we set ready for next week? Yes. Next, next week we are talking about why is that uh, I've registered a lot of companies in Zimbabwe, mm -hmm. but two out of ten of those companies, they pass through the phase of five years. So we need to discuss the mistakes businesses are making. For them, after registered, they are not even operating or they fail within five years. That's what we are talking about next week. Yeah.
Please note that the program group. Our aim is to provide information on various societal problems and issues. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Raki. I like it. I like it.